Have you noticed or experienced the isolation, anxiety, and disconnect of today's neighborhoods? I think it's time to reevaluate our communities and bring back connection and purpose. I've spent too many years of my own life confused and uncertain where I belong and what I could offer the world. I see the same loneliness and indifference in my profession as a real estate agent and with nearly everyone I meet. I have great hope for the human race to rethink our purpose and truly find communities where we can live authentically and in a world of kindness. Come with me to create the socially modern neighbor. Welcome, welcome neighbor. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, One, I am partial um, because it is one of my dearest friends, um, Bethany. And, um, but it's just, it was a pleasure to have an interview with her, talk about some things that I think will be important to a lot of us. And um, I hope and believe that a lot of you guys will get something from this episode. I did want to mention that the audio on this episode is not our greatest quality. Um, we did have some things happen just a couple times throughout, like you'll hear a little couple dings in um, the background from like a computer, like alerting a message kind of thing. And um, just the quality of audio just is not up to par on this. And I'm doing everything possible. I hope to clean that up, give you guys the best listening experience, but just be prepared, be aware. I hope it doesn't get in the way of listening and taking some great things from this interview. So have fun listening. Hi, Beth. Welcome to Socially Modern Neighbor. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here with you. Yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to just chat. I wanted you on here today. We're going to talk about um, hosting in small spaces. And the reason I thought of you for that is you have a smaller home in Newburgh, Oregon is where you live. And you've, I know you personally, we've been really good friends for many years now. Um, this is Bethany Arihati. And, um, so I know some of your personal struggle with the size of your home and some of the obstacles with that, but you provide such a safe, comfortable, wonderful environment for people to be in. And so I think it's really good to have conversations around when we're talking about neighborly kindness and um, opening our homes and being generous and this idea of how we can be better in community uh, around uh, not having limitations or working with what we have, right? Because each of us have different situations and um, we have to work with what we have. And so how do we make the most of it? And um, I would just love to have you share your heart around that and what comes with that obstacles, the blessings, um, whatever you want to tell us with what you've learned over the years. And um, we just get a chat about that. So are you ready for that? We're going to, before we do, we first have to do our segment called what's in the hood. <laughs> so um, I was actually um, on a plane recently uh, this month of November, actually, with the very end of November on this recording. Um, but I went and surprised Bethany. Um, 
you want to go by Bethany or Beth? I always call you Bethany, but what do you want to be called? Call me Bethany. Okay. All right. We'll stick with Bethany. Um, I surprised her for her birthday in Portland, Oregon area just a couple weeks ago. And so we got a chance to visit a couple places in the Vancouver, Portland area. And one of the ones that we decided to highlight today on this episode is called the Tap House. Sorry, Waterfront Tap House. Waterfront Tap House. It's in Vancouver, Washington, right on the Columbia River. Um, and so we just wanted to give a little bit of a review of that location and what we had and what we thought of it. So what do you think, Bethany? How did you give us what you thought of um, the waterfront tap house? Well, I love the view. That was my favorite thing. It's right on the waterfront. It's right by a bridge that takes you over the water and it has a beautiful walk along the waterfront. So you can get a drink, you can get a meal and then take a walk. Um, I love the drink. I think I had a, a Moscow mule, which is my go-to. And it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it a specialty? Was it like just a regular Moscow mule or was it a special like seasonal? I can't it remember. It was probably a lavender mint or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was, was a nice day, right? It was a pleasant day. It wasn't rainy, if I remember right. It was kind of cold. So we skipped yeah. the walk. We were going to walk and then we skipped it. Right. Yeah. But it was, it was nice. The service was great. The guy was super friendly and helpful. Got seated yeah. that day. Yeah. 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 It was a nice, I would say it's a nice, maybe fun group thing to do. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. like older group or even I would say families could go. I don't know. Anyone. I think it'd be a great date night. Yeah. Um, we went during the day for lunch, um, had a good lunch. Mm-hmm. And um, I ordered the shrimp. It was like a poor boy shrimp, I yeah. think is what it was. Uh-huh. Um. And I, I was slightly disappointed because I'm a sauce girl. Yes. I love sauce on, on things. And it was supposed to have like this chipotle sauce or some mayo or something. Uh-huh. And, um, coleslaw. Like, and coleslaw. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of skimped on those, on those aspects of it, but the shrimp were big and they were good. It was still, I would go back. It did not ruin my experience. Um, I would try probably something else because I need that yes. sauce. <laughs> yes. And that good coleslaw on a good sandwich. Yes. Um, but overall, it was a great experience and, and we'd I- go back. So, and you got to check out the Vancouver waterfront. Um, they've updated it over the last couple of years. And so they've put a lot of new restaurants down there. There's some um, winery, not wineries, what do I say? Tasting Wine. rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great path to walk on, great for kids. They have a little area for kids to play in. So if in Vancouver or even Portland is just over the bridge, if you're ever in Portland, um, check out the Vancouver waterfront and I think you'd be impressed. It's, it's enjoyable. You have to be prepared to pay for parking, maybe look for parking. Um, but there's always ample parking. They've got large parking lots and I think they even have parking garages down there. I've never parked in them, but I feel like they do or are building them. Yeah. I think they're building hotels down there. That's a great spot in Vancouver now. In that area. Yeah. Well, great. Okay. Well, let's get on to the meat of what we're here for. Um, later in our episode two, we are going to talk to Bethany about um, she has started her own business. It has to do with hospitality as well. And so we will get to that later. But first, um, Bethany, tell us about you and what drives 
you um, hosting people in your home? Where does it come from? Give us some about who you are and your your passion for hosting in your home and um, how you do it. Yeah, well, I am first a wife and a mom. I am a stay-at-home mom. I homeschool, so I'm at home a lot. Um, and I think that's, I mean, it's because I love to be home. I love home. <laughs> I would call mm-hmm. myself a homebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I love home and I love taking care of my girls, but I also, also value relationships and time with people and connecting with people. And so I have had to get creative with um, having people in my home and building relationships. Um, I'm also just passionate about creating comfortable, cozy, relaxing, peaceful spaces. I have often had people come over and say, I always feel like I'm interrupting some calm thing you guys are doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, I know it's not a funny thing to say, um, <laughs> but I just really value having a peaceful home and um, creating comfortable spaces. I love that people can come over and feel relaxed, feel welcome, feel like they can sit and have some good conversation. So I've always, I've also kind of a wannabe interior decorator. So I really enjoy creating spaces with furniture and decor and style. So it kind of goes along with hosting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, oh. also, I'll go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking, so it really, for you, it sounds like it's already a place that you're at a lot. You take a lot of pride in your home. And so when people come over, you want, it's an extension of you. It's an extension of your family, of yourself. And so you create a space that they are going to feel that, that warmth and that peace. And you're, you really want them to experience that because it sounds like that's important to you. Right. Yeah. And it's something that I guess comes naturally because it's just who I am. So I'm not trying to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's okay. who I have to offer because that's who I am. I'm not going to be your like exciting host. that's going to have a game and going to have like the best food. It's going to be about the comfort and the conversation. I will always try to have food. I think that's important, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not going to try to be someone I'm not. I'm going to offer yeah. what, I, you know, what I'm good at. You're offering yourself, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. what's important when we're talking about building relationships and community and strengthening um, just these, these relationships and if it's about you're getting you and that's the most important thing. Yeah. And I think that's something important about this topic because, um, I think maybe people in a smaller space or they have an apartment or they live with their parents or I don't know, like all the different reasons that people might go, I don't want to invite anybody over or, um, I don't, you know, they have these reasons that maybe they don't want to invite someone in. But if we can remember that the main reason we do it is for connection. The main reason we want to have people in our homes is because that is a big part of who you are. And um, that does create intimacy on some level when we can just let people into our space. And um, it's okay that it's not perfect, right? Or 
I mean, there's all var- varieties of homes that we can appreciate and um, some have glamorous homes and beautiful things. And there's reasons to appreciate that. And then there's, um, there's times to just appreciate a home because it is cozy or it's um, peaceful or the person just is generous with their time and their attention. And um, we just have to get, you know, our priorities straight of why we would host, why we want people to come in our spaces. Yeah. I was, when I was preparing, I was thinking back to when we had, we just lived in a little two bedroom duplex and it was when the girls were younger and every year I'd have to plan a birthday party for them. And for years we rented or had small spaces. And so, and I didn't want to have people in my home because I felt embarrassed of the small space, the old kind of style that it was because I didn't own it. So I couldn't fix it up. And so for years I would, I had to get creative. I would plan birthday parties at the mall or ask my brother if we could have parties at his house because he had a bigger house or let's go to a yogurt shop where I know there's a lot of seating and we can have a party there. And I think that was good. I think, I think it's, that's something you could keep in mind if you have a smaller space Mm -hmm. and get creative. Right. But finally one year I decided, okay, I'm just going to try to host a party with all my family in my little two bedroom duplex. And I set up food at the table and whatever, everybody came over and we had a great party and everyone loved it. And it felt relaxing. It felt like me, you know, I was probably having more fun because I wasn't in a cold mall where you can't hear anybody talk, you know? Right. That is where I learned to just make the most of what I have. That's good. Yeah. 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 And I do want to back up a little bit because I think it's important what you did say that it's fine to, if you really feel limited in resource or space to be creative. Again, the point is the building of community, the connections you're making with people, the invite to those for a birthday party or whatever it is, the, the foundation is how do I build relationships with people and where, where is that going to best be suited for this event for this time? Um, and so that can be a variety of things, but, um, so I think that's important for, for us to realize too, like, yeah, it doesn't always have to be your home. That's okay. Um, but I do like what you're saying that sometimes you just have to go, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to make the most of this and figure it out. And, um, you found out that it could be successful that way. So good job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe I was at that birthday party or I do remember at least one party in that home with your whole family there. And we had a great time, you know, and so you probably had additional bodies. You had probably your family and some <laughs> a couple of times yep. in that, that small space. Yeah. And we had a good time. So yep. that's great. Now, can you think of a person or event or anything that might've for you can kind of triggers or you think this is why I am like this with people in my home. I love to host people or I love to have people over and maybe we're not doing a very good job. I probably haven't done a very good job with what, what Bethany's like with her home and what she's like, but Beth will always have candles burning. She will, it will always be cleaned and she'll always be offering a drink and um, often we'll bring it to you. You know, I'll sit on her couch and 
veg and she'll come and bring me a coffee and just serve me really well. She um, just creates an environment where you feel like you can just really relax. And, um, and Beth is really good at serving in her home. And so I think maybe we need to paint a better picture of what it is that you do. What do you cultivate in, in your environment that we're talking about? Right. And so, um, I guess my question is like, is there somebody or something or good or bad, right? Sometimes it's, I did not like this growing up. And so I'm intentional to make it this way, or you had a great person. Like I had a grandmother who I remember her always having baked goods and a coffee pot on because people would just stop in. And so she needed to be ready for anybody to come to her home and she would feed them, make them a cup of coffee. They would have an enjoyable conversation, you know, and I, it, that left an impression at a very early age of how to just open your home and um, treat people when they're in your home. So that's one of my earliest, you know, memories of, of hosting, of having people. And, I, and my parents too were great hosts and I'll have more yeah. opportunities to share some of that background. But for you, um, what do you think? Do you have any idea about where that might've started or a book you read, a movie you watched or anything like that? Do you, you know where that came from? Um, well, I would say that I don't think I had a good example from my parents necessarily on how to host. I don't remember them having people over a lot. We always lived in humble homes. We didn't have a lot of money growing up. Um, my mom has always been a very giving person and very loving and accepting, but I think she often felt embarrassed with her home. So she just wouldn't have people over. So I wouldn't say that it was shown me as I was raised, but I do remember home felt very comfortable, very loving, very, I loved our homes. I always felt loved and comfortable at home. Um, we, we grew up in humble homes. One of our favorite homes, my family to this day will talk about the seven years we lived in a log cabin. We lived in a log cabin at the end of the street and it had two bedrooms and there were six of us and my parents made it work. <laughs> we had, <laughs> We had three girls sharing one little bedroom, and I think eventually they built a bedroom for my brother outside the house. I mean, they were wow. very confident. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my dad built a system that dried the clothes up in the the ceiling. I mean, like it was such a small <laughs> space; they had to get so creative. Wow. But that those are our favorite memories because we were close. Mm -hmm. We were together. It was, uh, we were creative. There was land. We would run around and build forts and we were together. So I, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just that it's that honoring of family and togetherness and making the most out of mm -hmm. humble things. I am not intimidated by small space. Like, in fact, mm -hmm. I love the challenge. Give me, give me a small space mm -hmm. and I will make it work. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You've gotten more confident about that over the years mm -hmm. that I've known you. I do Being also have a, yeah. And, and when it comes to like cleaning, I do have a memory when I was little, I had a sleepover with a friend and I was so impressed with how clean her dad's house was like <laughs> new carpet. It was not cluttery at all, you know, and maybe my house didn't ever feel that clean. 
you know, maybe my mom wasn't that clean because it really impressed well, me. Well, six of you in a two bedroom place, you know, it can't be kept that right. clean. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it was an old house and yeah. Mm-hmm. And that always stuck to me. And I remember in that moment at that sleepover, I remember thinking, I want a house like this. I want to be clean like this. I like how this feels, you know? So that, that was always an impression that kind of stuck with me. And yeah. when I, so you just kind I, of recreate yeah. the word I was hearing is create is yeah. I liked your example of living in that log cabin that you said that they would create spaces and forts. And so I think that's an extension of what you do is you create with yeah. what you have and where you're at and who you're with and um, make, make the environment valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What were you going to say? I think you were going to say something. Oh, um, I was going to say something about the clean. I forget. I lost it. I'm uh, a bummer. Well, Sorry. we'll get back to it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any, um, like, tell us about something difficult or do you feel like um, you sacrifice more than you receive when you have people in your home or does it feel hard on your family? Like anything else that maybe an obstacle or a difficult thing about hosting? Yeah, especially when you have small kids, it can be difficult because you have bedtimes. There's more messes to clean up. Um, definitely it can be a strain on the family in that way. Giving up my evenings to have people in my home when sometimes I'd rather just be with my family, not have other people. Um, financially sometimes it's difficult because you're expected, you feel like you're expected to have more food around than maybe you would. So that can be a challenge. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah like, yeah, like we've said before, just how, I mean, how am I going to fit everyone on the couch? Where is everyone going to sit? Will they, will they be able to eat at the dining room table? Do they have enough chairs? Um, and then also, yeah, physically, emotionally, for me personally, I am drained more by people than I am energized, I would say, Mm -hmm, I guess you mm -hmm. could call me an introvert, right? And so I've learned that about myself and I've just learned to adjust. I've learned that I'm going to give it my all and then I'm going to give myself some rest and Mm -hmm. that's okay. And so, I mean, you know me, I feel like when I'm with a person, I'm giving them all of me in that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and so it can be very draining because I'm giving you all my attention. And so that can be a challenge, but I've just learned to give myself time to refresh and and renew, you know, and, and know what I can handle, what I can't, you know, I can handle one one group of people in my home a week or whatever. And then yeah, if I do more than that, I'm asking for trouble because it can be very draining, but it can yeah. also be very life-giving too. I have so many times when people have left my home and I just think oh, I'm so blown away by them or they just really bless me with what they said. And I feel so filled up, you know, you want to, mm-hmm. it's, you can't always, when you're giving to people, and having people in your home, you can't always pick and choose who, how life-giving they will be. So sometimes there are people that are very draining 
you know, but you do it because you love them and you want to be there. You want to offer that for them. But then there's people that really, really fill you up and they leave and you think, I am so glad they're in my life and I'm so glad I took the time to be with them because that really blessed me too. So, yeah, that's good. Like you can't control that part of it. You just have to let it be what it's going to be that each person carries a different thing. And the, the transaction that happens between you and them is going to be different depending on lots of variables probably. So it's good to recognize. And I'm sure that has come with age and time recognizing, okay, I can only give this much and these are my boundaries. And then I need rest time and regrouping um, to fill my cup again because it takes so much out, but that's a good thing too. I mean, I'm proud of you. Bravo to you because a lot of people, introverts especially wouldn't want to do that. Wouldn't want to do this at all. You know, like don't want to give of themselves or their home or this much of their resource, any kind of resource. If we're talking about money or home or any of it. Um, so that says a lot about just your heart for people and connection and um, desire to, to serve in that way. And that's, I appreciate that. And hopefully we're encouraging people listening that, that if they're like, Oh man, that just sounds so terrible <laughs> to, to have people over or I'd be exhausted or those same, same feelings. Like you can overcome it and you can find ways to do it um, because there is a profit. You don't just give and you get nothing back. Like you're saying, like they leave and you're like, wow, that was an amazing conversation. Or you made a connection. You didn't know you would have with somebody you talked about something you didn't know you didn't expect to talk about like these things happen or you just built enough relationship to move on to the next thing. Now you have a stronger relationship moving forward. Um, To me, those are enough benefits that um, outweigh the negative, you know, because it is work and it can be tiring and giving of your, your space and your environment, your home is work and it is a sacrifice, but um, ultimately it gives back to you as well. Ultimately yeah. it's, it's rewarding to see people um, feel loved and feel like they can open up and share their heart. Um, those are the things that are rewarding to me just to know that I offer them that. And I gave them that cup of coffee on the couch and now they feel so at ease that they can share their heart and I can, you know, offer, offer them that moment to feel loved. That that's, that's the rewarding part. That's why I do what I do because of that. That's why I bring you the cup of coffee on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to relax. I want you to sit here and have a good conversation and not be, and feel like you have everything you need. And I guess also selfishly, that's how I want to be treated when I go to someone's home. I think I've just Mm -hmm. been, Maybe I've been observant when I, in other places and I, you know, I notice like I have a friend, for instance, she doesn't ever have any little snacks to offer or her house feels cold. Let's say, um, that stuff sticks out to me. I think it's just because of who I am. Um, so I take note of those things and then I try to have those things for people because I know it can make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. We learn both from both, right? We learn from positive things. And then we learn from things that go, mm, something's missing here. I really could yeah. use a glass of water if you would have just asked me. Right. <laughs> I probably right. would, have, would have said yes, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, very good. Well, let's um, 
kind of move, move on to our next portion with you, um, which is you've started a new business and we want to hear about that. What you do, give us information about how we can find Bethany. Um, if we wanted to use what you do, give us some information. Yeah. So I live in the Willamette Valley, um, in Portland, Oregon. Uh, it's also known as wine country. So we have a lot of vacation rentals here. Airbnb is really big. And I recently started a cleaning business called Lavished Homes. And Lavished? Lavished Homes? Lavished Homes. Okay. Yeah. Lavished Homes. So, yeah, my favorite thing is to prepare the Airbnb for the guest. So it's doing the beds and all the cleaning. So you come in and... And it feels like you're the first person that's ever been there. And you just can't wait to jump in that cozy bed and relax. And that's why I do it. I don't do it because I love to clean toilets necessarily. But again, I just know that if it were me, I would love to come into when I'm on vacation or I'm going to go wine tasting. I know that I have a cozy bed to sleep in. It feels clean. It feels like I'm getting taken care of. So Yeah, that's what I, so I service Airbnbs and, and also local homes. I do personal homes in the area, a couple different neighbors that I happen to meet. I do their homes and I, I love that. I love that I can offer them a fresh, just a refresh. I call it a refresh clean on your home every other week, yeah. you know? So great. And you just started this summer, right? Didn't you just pick this up this summer? Yeah. I had some friends who, had a very successful Airbnb and they needed a house cleaner. And so I started for them and I was like, I should do this. I like doing this. It was the first time I felt excited to go to work and I'm cleaning a house. People think I'm crazy, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I loved working with them. I loved learning more about the business. I would love eventually to move into owning Airbnbs and managing them and cleaning them or man- just managing them um, because I love that concept of of hosting more than anything hosting and and preparing a space for people to come and be with other people and families and make memories um i also live in a big college town so there's often visitors so it's a great place to grow in that area good yeah okay so lavished homes how can we find you you got an instagram face facebook yeah you can find me on instagram at lavished homes uh, email Great. lavished homes at gmail.com lavish homes at gmail.com. Okay. And www.lavishedhomes.com. Perfect. Okay. Well, we'll for sure put that in the notes for this episode. You guys, if you want to resource her for any vacation homes or personal cleanings, um, find out when she might be available and, and all the information we'll put on her handles and then that website for people. So anything else you want to say before we're done here today, anything that we didn't mention in today's interview that you think is important when it comes to hosting, loving on your community, your neighbors, um, people you meet, what else do we need to say here? Yeah, I guess just to wrap up, because I think we kind of touched on all of this, but that concept of, being faithful with the little thing that you have and you will be entrusted with more. And then that concept of if your neighbor comes needing something, don't 
turn him away, you know, if when you have something to offer him. So I guess that's kind of my takeaway from, from pondering all these things and being involved in these things is what do I have right now that I can offer and to offer that little thing? Cause you don't know what it could grow into, what, how it could deepen a relationship, how it could move you to more relationships. So don't be afraid just to offer the little that you have knowing that it could become something bigger. Love it. Yeah. Offer the little that you have and let it grow. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, thanks Bethany for the interview today and um, maybe we'll do it again someday. That'd be awesome. I'd love it. Okay. Take care. Thank you for being with us today without all of us participating in our communities and neighborhoods. We can't possibly reach the depths of our purpose and being human. We invite you to participate in our extended community outside of listening and join on zoom calls with us every Thursday, 7 PM Pacific standard time to get further information and our link. You can email the socially modern neighbor at gmail.com. All social media handles and additional websites can be found in the podcast description. Please also leave any helpful reviews and share with your friends and family as we grow together to become the socially modern neighbor.